0: sound of those chains you are tuned in to the apple valley disc golf network once again back with you with another edition of the apple valley disc golf network podcast i am josh kirby thanks so much for being here with us we have a great show slated out for you today before we begin uh first and foremost nathan could not be with us today so i hope You are doing well, Nate, if you are listening, which I'm sure you will be. Uh, uh, Another note, I am now officially part of the PDGA, my PDGA number 156839, and I am playing in my first disc golf tournament on Valentine's Day. So I'm really looking forward to that. So enough with the pleasantries. Once again, you're tuned in to the Apple Valley Disc Golf Network podcast part of the apple valley disc golf club um there is a full slate today um we have a lot of people on this podcast today uh starting off with logan clark um Logan, thanks so much for being here with us. Logan um, has recently, um, in years past, helped out volunteering at Poorhouse Farm Park. I, I know that's a course in Martinsburg, West Virginia, about five minutes uh, west of downtown Martinsburg, but um, still, they are sort of a part of the Apple Valley disc golf community. Um, so, Logan took the time to join us to talk about. Um, some of the history of the Poorhouse uh, Poor House Farm Park, their disc golf course, along with the upcoming tournaments that are coming out. And we will welcome some other guests in as well later on in the show. So Logan, thanks for being here. How have you been, sir?
1: Oh, can't complain, man. And, and, and first and foremost, Josh, appreciate you for having us on here, man. Um, you know, it's, it's a win-win, I think. Um, it's going to help to promote the things that we're trying to push. And, uh, you know, it's going to gonna put some good uh some some good content you know on on your podcast here as well i think so uh win-win um
0: yeah so um but first and foremost for um sort of the new listeners listeners of this podcast i sort of want to uh get your thoughts on <clears throat> sort of the history of Poor House, um, when this disc golf course uh got started and when you started um volunteering. I know it's not just you, it's a lot of different people. You organize those work days I've seen and everything, and um you're turning it into a beautiful course now. So um I, I, I sort of want to get your thoughts on um how um poorhouse farm park came about, and when you started helping out um, with um, doing the disc golf side of things there?
1: Gotcha. Um, I kind of knew that this question was coming a bit, and I had to do a little digging into my uh, my emails there to go back and actually get the dates. Um, but before I get into that, you know, the man, the myth, the legend, Jack Biedling, um he was the guy that built the original 1 through 18 there. Um, so give all credit where it's due. Uh, we did. De- we definitely didn't do that. We inherited that. So first and foremost, thanks to him. Um, it looks like the first email that ever sent Parks and Rec there was in January of 2017. So it's been a minute. Um, and, and that was, you know, we, we, we kind of first started with uh, making a couple GoFundMes um, and, and raising some funds, doing some disc sales and use disc sales, stuff like that, to uh, to fund the, the long baskets for the original 18 that Jack already had the uh the sleeves in the ground for most for the most part we've done a couple of things here and there but you know 99 percent of it was him uh so and it looks like the conversation about the new holes that uh you know 19 through 27 that that was our contribution to the course um that was in set the, the first the first email sent to steve there at parks and rec um that was september 2018. so uh this has been this has been a little bit of time coming here um you know, I, I started the conversation with them and got them on board and everything. But, it you know, it was just me picking up the ball at that point. We had, you know, other members. Jake Kaiser was, I think, the first person that even put the idea into anybody's head. He's the one that had the idea. Um, so, you know, we kind of brainstormed a little bit and I just kind of wanted to see it done and, and, and just kind of picked it up and moved. And, uh, you know, along the way here, it's motivated a lot of people to jump in and help. Um, you know, Dustin running the Uh, picking up and and running a lot of the fundraisers and stuff as well as showing up to do a lot of the physical work um and i mean of course everybody has had their part in 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 helping and not and not even just necessarily in in doing the coursework as far as you know it's it's a disc golf course in, in in the woods and stuff right so trees have to get moved um you have to dig holes bury sleeves stuff like that um but not everybody's contribution has come strictly through that um, I mean, you know, we have uh, Mr. Allen here, uh, Justin, on the phone as well. That's doing some, uh, some, some, some graphic design and stuff like that. We have uh, Mr. Sable, Cody Sable, um, with Sable Disc Golf. And, you know, he's, he's stepped up and helped with, with the prizes and stuff. Um, so any dollar that he saves us as far as going out that way turns into funds that, you know, go towards the course. So um, everybody has their way of helping out for sure, and everybody has, has really stepped up. Um, and I want to give credit where it's due as well. Um, one of the, I I think the first panhandler that we did, uh, Mr. Bisco came down and, um, he even, you know, he didn't have to do any of this and he stayed afterwards and kind of walked it with me. And that kind of started the process of me kind of picking his brain a little bit here and there, even annoying him, sending him some, uh, some Facebook messages and stuff like that, just to kind of, you know, he's to anybody who, who doesn't know and, and anybody who might be new to the group, um. You know, Mr. Bisco's is a name in Virginia that has a hand in a lot of the course development there, and has for years. So um, he was a good person to to finally start asking questions to, and that kind of got the ball rolling for me. And I mean, I know Nate may not toot his own horn here too much either, but he, you know, he he talks to Mr. Bisco a good bit uh, too, and um, you know, he's he's been under Landon at times and stuff like that, as far as like like a mentor for for course development and stuff. So. And not to say that he hasn't grown into his own. I mean, we've all played some of his late creations and love them. So, you know, um, but that's uh, – I guess that, that's kind of a good introduction to, to, to the start of it here. Um, the work, the way that it's going lately too, though, um, Donnie, um, one of the newer players that just started playing in the last year or so, you know, he's had some connections with, uh, with some different people, like different construction companies around here, and he knows some people. And, and he's worked some deals for us to where, you know, he'll get a dump truck, uh, the, the flat, the, the, the trailer that would, you know, we put the Bobcat on behind it and a power tamper and we get to use those things for a day every so often, whenever we can get out in front of scheduling it and that doesn't cost us anything. So that's, you know, that's been a godsend.
0: Yeah, so uh, very great insight there from you, Logan. So um, I, I sort of – do you know how long it's been since the disc golf course was built there, even before you stepped in?
1: I've asked a couple people that, and and, and to me, I from what I'm gathering, I, my closest guess is like late 2000s. So I'm thinking 2007, 2008. Um, maybe somebody can chime in at some point to, to, that knows a little – a better answer than – than I do, uh, but that's, that's as much as I've been able to find. I'm not super sure on that one.
2: Yes. Yeah, so I don't know, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know about the exact date, but just to give a little insight on that, about the course being installed, Josh, um, Jack actually lived in that little brick house that's on the property and wanted to put in a diff golf course and just started cutting in the woods. So the the design of the short baskets you see and the everything, he just started that on his own and cut it into yep. the woods so it was pretty awesome that that's how poorhouse was born just cutting lines on the mountain
0: wow yeah that that is great and when you logan and dustin which y'all formally introduce here in a minute um stepped in and started working on this course it you really turned it into a course that not only is very challenging with tough holes and Elevation changes, but you turned it into a course that is beautiful for walking and enjoying nature and everything like that. And I had the opportunity to play poor house one summer day after a double header um, playing two disc golf courses in a day. And I'll tell you, I enjoyed all the views of it, but it is challenging if you're new to disc golf and you want to play Poorhouse. I would suggest playing Poorhouse, but you have to get some practice in. That's that, that's what I've learned. But it, nonetheless, Poorhouse is a very very beautiful course. Um the last time I played was May 3rd and I shot a plus 22. So um It wasn't my best round, but I mean, I just enjoyed all the nature, all the scenery and it's great with what you have been doing with it.
1: And, and, and to your point, it's yeah. So four house is, you know, it's a course that we all love and have played a bunch, but you know, that's after we've gathered some skills here, you know what I mean? So the the one through 18 that Jack put up there was meant to be a championship level course um, when it, when it went in. So um the idea behind and and what was you know the easier part to sell to parks and rec is that 19 through 27 was supposed to be more beginner friendly and i think that we struck the balance there with the new layout the way it is now um and just to touch on that so so we played the the new nine in uh, a previous panhandler and they you know it it got a little messy. It, you know, it rained a little bit before, so we don't have T-pads yet, that kind of stuff. Um, had to move one of them. Um, so it didn't, it didn't leave the best of impressions, I don't think, to everybody. Um, but we have since put in, uh, you know, there's, there's been some redesign. Um, I'm confident in saying that once we put T-pads in, which we have broken ground on already, um, what, once those really get installed, I think they are going to be tournament worthy. And, and uh, you know, they're, they're going to be worthy to put in the rotation there. Um, I still think that the the best attraction and most competitive golf on the property is certainly one through 18, but um, the new field holes, if you come off of one through 18 playing shorts and how you're trying to birdie pretty much everything, um, it's going to feel like more of the same on that one. So you're going to have, you know, you're going to be able to come off of 18 playing all shorts and and feel like there's just an extension of those. Um, so that's, that was basically the idea there.
0: Yes. Yeah, so not to mention you all this was more recently you said two years ago you added in the
1: field nine uh that's that's kind of when the talk started um was in september of 2018 so it's you know it's developed in in several ways since it's taken several breaks just because of um well you know you're dealing with the local government with basically with with parks and recs so it you know it moves at their pace so um things just take a while sometimes well, yeah, not so. to
2: mention there was about five different redesigns due to uh, yeah. dealing with parks and recs, so huge credit to Logan, and uh, I had some hand in design as well, but yeah, we had to work with what we got, and uh, so the field nine, it turned out, uh, was great for what we had.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's funny that we still call it the field nine, because they were supposed to actually be nine field holes, and we have four of them in the woods, and a fifth basket in those woods now, so... It definitely didn't go as planned, but I think we struck the balance. I think we found, uh, I think we found the best use.
0: All right, so that was sort of a history on Poorhouse Farm Park, the disc golf course there, and um, uh, how Logan and Dustin came about um, starting to volunteer. And make improvements on the course as needed and stuff. So keep on doing what you do there, gentlemen. But what we have some more to get into from Poorhouse, and we're gonna officially brand Dustin Allen. He um is Logan's right hand man, or they work together. I'm not sure what they call themselves, but they volunteer, like I mentioned earlier, and um keep Poorhouse Park looking. As great as it does, and once again, a beautiful course to play on. I really enjoyed my time out there, even though it is challenging. But still, Dustin, thanks so much for being here with us. Um, so I, 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 I want to get the lay of the land here. There are a few tournaments being played here. Um, first and foremost, with the Poorhouse Panhandler that will be going on in april i believe so um first and foremost logan and dustin whoever wants to go first here um can you give the listener sort of a history of the panhandler and when it all started
2: sure man uh thanks for having me um always nice talking to josh um so like logan was talking about you know uh, before with we just had the shorts and then logan is uh, insatiable when it comes to improving poor, poor house and uh, i caught that bug so um i guess you could call us like the duo of insatiable guys when it comes to trying to make poor house the best it can be um so uh we had the GoFundMe, and like logan he uh we would sell some used disc and uh, we were getting some ground but um when the idea came to us to put in an additional nine to make it more beginner friendly. So like you talked about the first time you go out, you shoot, you know, uh, bogey golf, and you never want to go there again. Uh, so we wanted to have an option, uh, for players in the area, local to Martinsburg, um, come out and have something to do, um, that was positive for them and easy to get into. Um, so, Uh, My thought was, well, let's have a tournament to start raising funds for this, and uh, we ran with it, Um, and the poor panhandler started, uh, the name came up because, you know, we're panhandling, we're asking for money, Um, we don't take a dime of it, it all goes to the course, Um, and we had our first year, and we had a lot of local support, Um, you know, it was a learning curve, I'll be the first to tell you, um, it was my first tournament running, um, but, we had a goal in mind, so we just jumped in, um, and did the best we could. Um, and it was, it was a lot, it was a really good time. And we read, we raised enough money, um, to get the baskets for the field nine. So it was a success. Um, and then we started cutting in the holes, like Logan was talking about. Um, and we just had natural tee pads. Well, we wanted to get some, you know, championship level, some real nice tee pads in there. So, uh, we were raising money for the set on the second year around, we raised money for the t pads for the field nine. Um, And uh, you know, it was a little challenging with COVID. Uh, We tried to do a variation of um, spacing uh, but everything went all right and everybody had a really good time. Um, And then we were again successful on the fundraising side. And we got the funds for the T-pads, and those will be in probably, I would say, within the next month or two. Um, We actually are just waiting on um, some gravel delivery, and then those things will be in a couple of work days, and those things will be in. Um, So we took our momentum that we've had off of that, and we just ran with it. And we're doing it this year uh, for the third time around and we've already got so much interest on the sponsorship level um, and uh, players asking about it, and um, we're really looking forward to it. It's going to be probably the best one yet. And uh, this year's goal, since we've pretty much got the T-pads covered, what we want to do is get some equipment and um, improve the existing course, the T-pads, put some benches in, trash receptacles, um, and like I said, have equipment, we're going to have like, you know, weed eaters and chainsaws and stuff like that ready because maintenance days are going to be a challenge with a 27 whole course. So we just want to have all that stuff ready. So people just show up and are ready to work with our equipment and it will just be a good time.
0: So to my understanding uh, the Poorhouse panhandler is a tournament that all the funds you make from that tournament go back into improving the course correct
2: absolutely uh logan is the finance man on that one Uh, he created we created a specifically dedicated uh paypal fund for that um so every little bit of that goes right back into the course
0: well, I, I think that's really big for the disc golf community. And uh, l- like I oh, always absolutely. say, it's little by little, we're growing the sport. And um, it, it's very inspiring to see people do that, like just putting the funds right back into making that course better. So the uh, question to either one of you two. Um, uh, I, I want to get your thoughts from the time you first started volunteering to Start working on the disc golf course to now. Uh, just a ballpark. How much growth have you seen in the amount of people coming out to play Poorhouse?
2: Uh well, Logan, I'll start this one off. You don't care, buddy. Do it. Yep. <laughs> um so just as an example, last year in the panhandler, I had 10 rec players that didn't even have a PDGA number. They signed up and got a PDGA membership to play the panhandler. Um, so you know, and mm-hmm. then I had, uh, it was at least 20 that were just very high PDJ numbers. And, you know, they were just getting into it. They're so excited about coming out, getting the players pack, getting some barbecue and playing some disc golf. Um, and it's really big in this area, for me anyways, the growth, because, you know, being part of the Apple Valley, which is great, disc golf club, uh, you guys have everything down south. And then we're the, we're north of the line, you know. Um, and it's not as big up here, Well, we're trying our best to get, improve the community's awareness of disc golf, Um, and another thing we did in the off season is we started a uh, indoor putting league um, and a local business up here. Uh, Peddling Pints was nice enough to let us use their space, and they're super supportive. Um, Love them for that, and uh, we had a bunch of people come out that normally wouldn't play disc golf regularly but they would come out and they would putt and they would you know have a couple beers and hang out with people and camaraderie I met a bunch of players I hadn't met and um they came out to the panhandler because of you know so I you know that's just proof of growth right there and we're just keeping we're trying to keep that going and uh, another proof of growth too is uh Austin and Anthony that are in this uh you'll talk to them here in a little bit you know they approached me about doing another fundraiser tournament because they're trying because of the awareness of uh, Poor House and they want to contribute to the cause. So that was our goal right from the get go is just to raise awareness of how great Poor House is and, you know, make it like a community project to make it better, not just us. Um, so that was definitely mission accomplished on that.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, can you give us the date? for when the panhandler is this upcoming year and do you expect any changes to previous years due to the pandemic?
2: Oh yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, the, everything is registered. Um, I'm just waiting on a couple more sponsors to come in. Um, and then I'll have the flyer out and everything will be official. It's going to be on April 17th of this year and, uh, registration will open this Friday. Um, so, be ready for that, probably go pretty quick. That's how tournaments go. Um, and as far as the pandemic goes, uh, we were thinking about doing a tea time tournament and just one round for a fundraiser, but uh, due to popular demand, we're gonna give what the people want and we're gonna do two rounds. Um, it's just gonna be everything. The only change is really, we won't be uh, having any congregation. So you'll have your players meeting in an email you know, if you have any questions the day of, there'll be like a little 10 minute socially distanced players meeting. I'll answer any questions. But other than that, you just report to your hole and ready to play. And the same thing for round two. And we're pretty confident that uh, doing that, we won't have any issues.
3: Uh, and Dustin, we're going to do the uh, social distancing for lunch services as well. So we got that right. down on lock so people don't uh, get too close to each other in the chow line. That's,
2: that's correct. Great point, Justin. Uh, it'll just be, you know, you trickle in and we'll have a lovely uh, Jessica serving everybody just one at a time. And uh, we had, we did that last year and it always works out great with lunch. We have a local business that give us a really good deal on food every year. Uh, Jack's Bartley Clew, and uh, it's best lunch and disc golf. I think close to Brad, you know, my Brad might be up there with this, but uh, I think we got him beat a little bit.
0: Logan, your thoughts? Are you, um, are you looking forward to this year's panhandler?
1: Oh, of course I'm looking forward to it, but yeah, man, nothing to really add. I mean, I think that was, uh, pretty thorough and I think you nailed it.
0: Absolutely. And, um, I- introducing in Justin Allen. Now, Justin, um, you do a lot of graphic design work for the panhandler. And, um, so when did your twin brother, Dustin, get you into this? And, um, the, uh, how have you enjoyed helping with the panhandler and uh, stuff up there uh, at Poorhouse as well?
3: All right, Josh. So thanks for having me. Um, well, it all started. And I think around 2018 for me, uh, Dustin and Logan are solely responsible and can take the whole blame for getting me into disc golf. And um, I'm from the Virginia beach area, seven five seven where we don't have any elevation and they brought me up there to play disc golf. And I thought that it was the worst sport I've ever played in my life. <laughs> so uh, I got really addicted to uh, playing good golf. And that happens definitely at Poor House. Um, and uh, my role in all of this has just been you know, logistical support. And like you say, graphic design and any, any little way that I can help. Um, in that same year in 2018, I got onto the Prodigy Disc Battalion team as an active duty member uh of the navy and i brought kind of transitioned everybody into bringing the prodigy side to the players packs and the sponsorship and all that stuff so we kind of went that way of it and luckily uh austin and anthony jumped on that bandwagon too anthony kind of leaned towards the mvp thing but we voted him off the island on that so we're uh all prodigy on that (laughs) um (laughs) But that's really what it is, is from in 2018, when I came up there and saw a Poor House, the course is already great. It, it has a little bit of everything and what you're looking for if you're a disc golfer. And yes, it's challenging, but that kind of kick in the pants makes you want to play it more. And every time I come up there, it's better and it's better and it's better. And the same thing with the, the panhandlers, as Dustin said, the first time we did it, we didn't know very much of what we were doing, but we had support of Logan uh cody and nate there to help us pull it all together and it worked out well and and then the next year even with the pandemic i get asked all the time from people all over the place um on the prodigy community hey when's the next handler so it's just grown by leaps and bounds so anything that i can do to contribute to the growth of it up in martinsburg i'm gonna do it so it's it's been really special
0: Absolutely, Justin. uh, Once again, thank you for your service to uh, this country and uh, great stuff there. So now let's switch gears a little bit. We'll talk about the next tournament um, at Poor House that this is in May. I believe it's the Double Down Dubs, as Logan and Dustin both mentioned. Austin Jackson and Anthony Scalaro approached them for even more ways to fundraise for poorhouse farm park so we'll bring in anthony and austin now guys thanks so much for hopping on um how you all doing
4: pretty good thank you for having us doing great man thanks for having us
0: yeah so um yeah in your mind who, whoever wants to go can go um but in your mind what made you decide to approach um Logan and Dustin on doing this tournament and, uh, what was sort of the decision factor making and being, Hey, let let's do something for the disc golf community in the form of a tournament to give back in addition to the panhandler.
3: Well, well we've uh, pretty much go ahead, Austin, you can do it.
4: Okay. Well, uh, so Tony and I started playing disc golf last year, about the same time. And, um, we came from a previous hobby together. So we, uh, we played for a year and we didn't really like, we didn't really get a chance to help out due to like work schedules and stuff like that. And we sort of decided that we wanted to give back a little bit next year. Uh, so this was a great opportunity. We wanted to do something doubles related because we had a lot of fun doing that at, uh, Apple Valley tags. Um, And a lot of neighboring clubs had some pretty cool doubles event um, going on. So we wanted to sort of mirror that and bring to light some of the really cool, and in my opinion, probably the most fun and challenging layout in the uh, Apple Valley Club is Poor House Longs. So we wanted to sort of throw something together to showcase uh, some of the cool Apple Valley uh, like real estate as well as some of the great talent that we have out here uh all while being able to like give back Uh, i know that the quote-unquote field nine up at poorhouse is still undergoing the like the t-pads and everything and that uh we've raised a bunch of funds for that but uh there's there's just with 27 holes there's always plenty of stuff to be done and uh things to fund in that area so we really wanted to you know sort of check all the boxes have like a cool doubles event fundraise give back and uh you know just showcase some of the awesome apple valley talent that we have
3: it was uh, honestly something we've both been thinking about because uh, disc golf's fun and solo tournaments are awesome but uh it kind of detracts from the camaraderie of it, because it's me against my card, and doubles tournament is a way for you to pick a buddy to play with, and what better uh, course to do that, honestly, than Poorhouse Longs with the brand-new Field 9, which, in my opinion, is awesome. I can play it weekly, Um, and with support from the guys, uh, we're going to be able to host this badass tournament, so quite looking forward to it.
4: And we're definitely going to have a, a pretty sweet uh, prodigy players pack to uh, entice people to come in the first time around. Not that I, not that I think we're going to have a, a hard time getting people to sign up for this.
0: So um, th- tell us about how it's going to work. Obviously, it's a doubles format, but one or two rounds. What, what's the layout looking like? Uh, what, what's your plan going into this?
4: So it's going to be a one round 27 hole layout. We're going to start them out on the, uh, the, the mountain 18 all in the long configuration and then finish out up on the field nine. Um, and it's going to, so it'll be one round, pick your partner and uh, we're going to offer a ton of different divisions. We're going to have a, uh, all women division. We'll have, uh, professional divisions that won't have a players pack, but will be paid out uh, with a little bit taken off to go back to the course. We'll offer mixed divisions and we'll have that list coming up uh, shortly when we release the registration.
0: So um, when is the tournament for the uh, doubles down and um, when do you sign up start?
4: So it is going to be May 22nd. And we will have the registration coming out shortly after the panhandle, the initial panhandler tournament comes out. So you, we'll post it up in Apple Valley, and it'll it's uh, since it's doubles, it won't be a sanctioned event to maximize the funds we can give back to Poorhouse. But um, we'll have a disc golf scene event where you can sign up and uh, pick from a number of different divisions.
0: So is this a thing? When you went to Logan and Dustin about that, you just want to do it once, or could we see this happening in years to
3: come for uh, a poor house?
4: This will definitely hope, be every year. We're hoping for recording.
3: Line them up and knock them down.
4: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
3: <laughs> One could say we're going to double down. And more to come down the road. Yep. Yeah, more to come down the road, hopefully. Uh, Who doesn't like that? talk to the guys, and we'll see.
0: Oh so yeah, of course. It, we, absolutely. We just, I mean, <laughs> I mean, this course, I mean, once again, challenging, and it worst. makes it all the more fun playing doubles because I played singles, I played doubles, and doubles is a lot more fun, like Anthony said, just the camaraderie about it. So um really looking forward to seeing how that turns out. I'm sure um yeah, yeah, I, obviously pandemic pending. Um, hopefully COVID won't get in to the way of that at all but still i'm sure you all are looking forward to this logan and dustin
1: oh yeah
2: for sure yeah i mean this this has been a serious dedication you know um, like logan said since like 2018 so having a gain traction um over this time period is just it's just really you know giving us gratification of effort and uh no you doubt can't really yeah. ask for anything better than that
1: no, and, and, and like you said, growing the awareness, the attention, um, it's really been kind of an exponential growth. Um, you know, as a lot of people have kind of said, the weird statement here is that, you know, since the, the game was already growing, right, it already was. And then kind of COVID happened and, you know, not a whole lot of good from that. But as far as disc golf goes, it's one of the best things that's happened. Um, it's really made, you know, parks are still open. Everybody's, you know, and, and you asked the question earlier. I mean, there's I've seen nothing but new faces out there. Um so, you know, love, love seeing it and, and want to get more of it.
2: And I think another thing, you know, that's been a great um, kind of product of this work, you know, that we had the panhandler and now we've got the double down dubs. Um, it's really, you know, bringing more awareness, to the greatness of the course. Um, you know, we're actually going to have a third tournament this year um, and it's going to be a part of the I-81 oh, yeah. disc golf series. And, That'll be in October. And uh, we dubbed that one the Mothman, a uh, little West Virginia lore there. Um, and it's going to be uh, a PDGA event. And it's just going to, we're going to go for big players' packs and big payouts. And uh, we're really excited about that. We got the two fundraisers to build the course up. And then we have, you know, the all out event to just uh, enjoy Meet it. the players. And yep make it the best yes, we
0: please. can make it yeah took t- t- the words right out of my mouth the moth man once again part of the i-81 disc golf series huge in this 80, uh, area going all the way up and down the i-81 corridor essentially covering virginia and some uh, like you said west virginia and some in pennsylvania if i believe so um that i i think that's going to bring in a lot of new faces a lot of great talent for poorhouse is this the First year they did this mothman tournament tournament or has this been going on for a while yeah this is
2: our this is the new child right here <laughs> um yeah. it was you know we had the uh, we were you know logan and i were talking about the pan hammer and then justin with his crazy good graphics design we we're like what if we did one more this year you know we kind of got the itch and me and justin were talking and then It wasn't like two days later, Logan being on the same page with me, as he always is, just said, you know, hey, I talked to Nate today and, uh, you know, there's going to be a spot on the I-81 series. And then he talked to um, Brandon Bailey and then Brandon got a hold of Logan and I and we're like, yeah, let's do it, you know, and we had the Mothman theme already in the works and it just all fell together and we just couldn't be more excited.
4: If you aren't familiar with the Mothman history in West Virginia, go to YouTube and search it and kill 45 minutes. You won't regret it.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I have no i'll probably be doing that because I have no clue what it is.
3: Oh,
2: working, oh my gosh. Working,
3: working on that design was probably one of my favorite things to do. I'm just as excited as anybody. It's been really awesome. I can't wait for people to see it. And if yes, you sir. love players packs, you're gonna love the stamp and the custom. Print out hot stamp on that disc. Oh, I promise yeah, you that.
2: We're gonna have we're gonna have great players' packs for the Pan and the Double Down dubs, but we're gonna have a serious, nice. serious players pack for the Mothman. So it's gonna be good for everyone involved for sure. Yeah.
0: So I I I am not gonna spoil it or anything, but uh, how much do you want to go in depth on what's in this players pack to entice people to join these tournaments? Well, uh, yeah, sure. Uh,
2: we could talk about it. Uh You know, Justin, being on the battalion team, has really made it um, easy on us with the players' packs. He handles all that side. Mm -hmm. Um, And in years past, they've been great. And this year, they did a, you know, uh, revamp. So this year's player pack is going to have a Prodigy shirt, Prodigy hat, a custom stamp panhandler disc or a double-down disc,
3: Four hundred plastic.
2: 400 yeah premium plastic disc Mm. a towel a decal and a five dollar a five dollar coupon to prodigy yeah so (laughs) i mean you're talking some good stuff right there so uh you know the ams get a little bit enticing and then you know i'm going to go on a little bit of a sponsorship rant right here but um thanks to our sponsors we've picked up for the panhandle we're gonna have four hundred dollars in added cash um that's just as of right now um so you know, I've had some guys reach out. Uh, we have a local player. His name's Edward Trout, and he has been there on work days. He has supported us from day one um, financially, being a sponsor, and he is there needed um, a lot of money. And he uh, owns a tobacco and coffee shop in Martinsburg, King Street Emporium. So if you ever need that, go check it out. Um, and then, uh, you know, we had um, Rob Starr Yeah. Rob Stark from Blue Chip Technologies. We had a conversation yesterday, um, so that'll be another sponsor. And every year, you know, we have Jack Barley's Barbecue help us out, and you know, and you know, longtime friend and always there for us is Cody Sable with Sable Disc Golf. He is a huge part of this, um, not only just doing the the um, payouts, but he is a great brain. To help with any problem. So, you know, all that support from friends and sponsors, well, sponsors that turned into friends and vice versa has just really allowed us to do all this for our tournaments and have a great product.
0: That That's really great. And I uh, I'm sure with all these tournaments and stuff upcoming, there's going to be a lot more. People going and practicing and playing Poorhouse, getting ready for these tournaments, along with future growth to come. I I don't see the growth stopping up there in Poorhouse, from what I'm hearing.
2: We hope not. You know, we'd love to just see people out there every day. Just it's just
1: that's what we wanted. You know, so it's great to see. For sure, and then I mean, that you know, I, I always kind of put it this way: there's there's a priority list, and then there's a wish list. Um, so there's, you know, there's always things that we would like to see done out there, um, tweaking some things, maybe making one of the long holes longer. Um, th- th- there's always ideas being kicked around. So um, there's always a need for, for a little, you know, for a fund or, or for additional funds to be added because there's always something to do out there. And you're always, you know, God forbid you're, you're one tree falling on a basket away from needing another couple hundred dollars for a basket and stuff like that as well. So um, but but to kind of touch on on some of where the funds go and Dustin, please, at any point, kind of jump in here Um, with with uh, with with the funds being raised. And now that we have two fundraisers going on every year and annually, um, you can kind of look down the road and see, like, at some point, um, poor house is going to have enough money at any one point. Um, So there are there are definitely plans at some point for the overflow to to go to charity as well. So that, that's not to be, uh, not not to miss the notes here on that one.
2: Yeah, great point, Logan. I mean, uh, Logan and I's goal for a, a long time goal was let's get Poor House exactly where it needs to be and then let's help the community be a better place. You know, um, you know, we don't have a distinct charity in mind. We're going to get Poor House done first. But then, yeah, as soon as we have money left over, 100% will be, the Panhandle will be charity tournament and i'm sure the double down dubs will be too um you know they're on the same page with me there and that's our ultimate goal just to do some good while playing the greatest game and that's what we want
0: that 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 is really great to hear so um logan or dustin i just wanted to bring this up for anybody who wants to contribute to the poor house fund. I, I I mean, absolutely optional, but, uh, how can people go about donating if they want to donate to a good cause in disc golf?
1: Um, Dustin, because you've, you've kind of made a little flyer and a thing on that. So I don't know if you want to touch on the details of the donation itself.
2: Sure. Um, so, you know, at any time we have, we have a PayPal, um, link that they could just donate any monetary amount they want. Um, but actually on the disc golf scene, when you register for the tournament, I actually put a couple options on there for donation. Uh, one being a $20 day of event hole sponsorship, where we can give you an eight by 11 sign and it can have whatever message you want on it, put it, whatever hole you want um, for that day. And then we also have um, a really cool idea that Logan came up with um, where we have a permanent hole sponsorship. Um, and we've sold a few of these and they turned out really well. Uh, what it is, is basically you're paying from, you're funding that hole from conception to installation. Um, and if you do that, uh, you will get a permanent uh, 8x12 sign um, with your logo, like a business logo or just your name or whatever message you want, actually mounted right on the T sign right below it. Um, and it is there until the end of time it is permanent um or as long as it lasts (laughs) um but those those details if anybody's interested in doing that um just message me or
1: logan and we will get you all that information yep and so and and if you did want to uh if, if you were donating from a business and you wanted a tax write off for your donation um we can get you hooked up with parks and rec and get that ball going
0: absolutely so once again logan clark and dustin allen you can find them on the apple valley disc golf club facebook page that's where pretty much everybody is um so before we wrap things up is there anything else um we've missed besides the panhandler dubs and the mothman uh coming up at poorhouse that we should go over
2: Uh, No, I think we covered everything. The only thing I want to say is if anybody has any questions about the tournament or sponsorship, just email me at
1: discolf 304 at gmail.com. Or message us on Facebook, whatever. But that is more professional, yes. But for for the other people who are just on Facebook and it would be more convenient, just message me and I'll, I'll get you pointed in the right direction too.
0: Absolutely. Logan and Dustin, thanks for being here. Justin, thank you for chiming in as well. And to Austin and Anthony, thank you uh, for coming on talking about the double down dubs as well. I wish you all the best of luck. I hope they're all going to be successful and hopefully um, time permitting, I will be able to play in one or three, one to three of these tournaments. So looking forward to it guys. Thanks so much for being here. Any last words?
3: Just thanks That's a lot, the, Josh. You sign up fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be waiting in the queue. And uh, thanks for having us, Josh.
0: Yeah. Anytime. Thank you, gentlemen. It was a pleasure to hear from each and every one of you. Once again, I'm Josh Kirby with the Apple Valley disc golf network podcast for Logan, Clark, Dustin Allen, Anthony Scalaro, Austin Jackson, and Justin Allen. We are all signing off. Until the next time, continue to grow the sport and buy (laughs) Dogecoin. Austin told me (laughs) Austin wanted that one shout out for I don't know why. I don't know why.
1: (laughs) No comment. No comment. (laughs) (laughs)
0: y'all have a good night yeah (laughs) yes but we're signing off until the next time continue to grow the sport and we'll catch you next time
3: peace out